0: hello and welcome to the collecting heroes podcast i'm your host jd and this is the podcast where i talk to pop culture collectors from around the world and today we're going full speed and by full speed i mean all the way to 88 miles per hour
1: because my
0: guest today his name is andy strano and he is from minnesota and obviously 88 88 miles per hour has to be a back to there the future go. collector so andy thank you for being on the think- show Thank you for having me. Uh, well, Andy, we, we were talking um, briefly beforehand. Um, I always sort of have a bit of a conversation beforehand and, and I was explaining that, you know, one of the things I love to do is obviously get the history of you as a collector. Um, I first saw your collection on a video from a channel called Matt's Rad Show, I believe it is, on YouTube. Uh, I, I actually saw this when I first started re- researching for the podcast and sort of looking at different collectors from around the world, I was like, who could I interview yours was one of the first collections that I actually saw when I was looking through YouTube. Oh. Um, and okay, that, cool. was, that was on that video, which is the video is about four years old, but I think it was 2020 late 2020 when I first saw it. So, it, you know, more than a year and a half ago, It's still a really cool collection that I've actually watched that video a couple of times and enjoyed it. And I reached out to you and thankfully you were able to be on the show. So tell people a bit about this collection, because this is a fantastic back to the future collection. How did this collection come to be and how did you become to be a fan of back to the future as well
1: sure uh well i i'd say i saw the movie when i was about 10 and i said i obviously fell in love with the time machine Mm -hmm. um and i said i'm gonna own one of those cars someday you know and and just like in the movie if you put your mind to it you could accomplish anything so eventually i got myself a delorean and i met some people and and uh the guy that helped me eventually build the thing. Um, in I used to live in Las Vegas. Let me back up. I used to live in Las Vegas. I moved out there from Pennsylvania and uh, through trying to rent the car out for events like birthdays and things like that. Um, I met a prop builder and him and I came together and spent a few months trying to make it look more movie accurate. And mm-hmm. through that, and I've always collected toys. I've always liked just back to the future everything that kind of thing so i've been collecting you know here and there throughout my life since i've seen the movie um one of my first pieces was when i went to universal studios probably when i was about 12 or 13 and i still have that piece it was a model that i built
0: nice of the delorean
1: Uh, of the delorean yes yes obviously i love doc marty the whole gang you know but but the time machine in my opinion is the main attraction for all the movies um So anyway, so fast forward, I I got to, you know, finally get this car looking like something out of the movie. It was, you know, I bought it stock by itself with no lights and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my first builds was I just got what I had around the the house, pool hoses and all these weird things. And I just put it on the car to try to make it look like a quote unquote time machine, but nothing (laughs) close to what I have now. And then, as far as the collection, obviously it was like, well, I guess I own a DeLorean, so now I got to start to really like I—I I had to up my my collecting game, kind of thing, you know. So I kind of made it a habit of, you know, when you go to Walmart or, or wherever you go, I'm always going to the Hot Wheel section, just kind of browsing and oh, look, Back to the Future this and Back to the Future that, and so slowly started connecting. Uh, I mean, you know, grabbing as much as I could without <laughs> trying to, you know, put myself into lots and lots of debt because that's the other thing as a collector you have to know when to <laughs> when to slow down and you know like you, you measure how much house you have versus how much stuff you have
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward I moved here to Minnesota from Las Vegas and met the local DeLorean club and they kind of noticed that I was a bit more of a back to the future fan than I was just a DeLorean fan you know and in this world that I'm in the DeLorean world there is a big difference you you can be both, but there are DeLorean people out there that aren't huge Back to the Future people, which is awkward for me. It's very strange
0: because mm. I thought,
1: you know, how do you own a DeLorean and not? connect to the movie, you know, because everywhere you go with a real DeLorean, people are going to ask you, how fast does it go? Or if something's broken, they ask (laughs) you, well, maybe it's your flux capacitor and (laughs) all these things. I've heard every joke under the sun kind of thing. So, uh, but when I moved here, uh, met the club and one of the guys in the club was selling his car as well as his collection. And um, I don't know if you've ever been in the right place at the right time, but he was a collector and he just said, I don't want my stuff anymore. So, uh, you know, I contacted him and said, Hey, so-and-so told me to, that I should come over and check out your stuff. And, and he said, yeah, come on over. You know, I'm just, we're I'm moving and I don't want to, I, I sold the car already and I just want to get out of this world. And it was, you know, I told him, I said, well, I went over and I, and I was just, my mouth was open.
0: You know, and you and saw about the the car. Top,
1: Well, I, and I had the car. Well, no, he already sold the car.
0: But I'm um, saying you've already you already had a car at that point, though, right? I already had
1: the car so and you I already had my my stash. My I already had my back to the future stash. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but meeting this guy, he he basically said he saw my passion, you know, and I said, Here's how much money I have. I know this doesn't come close to this collection because you've got some great stuff. He got in the habit of when he would buy something, for example he would buy it in pairs, you know, one to show and one to keep in the box. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That kind of thing. So yes. everything he had was, it really wasn't in pairs. It was doubles and triples and, or, I mean, it was triples and quadruples and all this. It was crazy. So yeah, we just basically I made him a deal. And I said, I promise this is going to good hands, you know? Mm-hmm. So he gave me just tubs of stuff. And from that, I, I didn't want to just keep it in, in boxes. I wanted it to make it a display that sits with my car, you know. So that's when I started. So what you saw in Matt's Rad show was the whole collection that I put on shelves and things like that in the garage yeah. that was displayed with the car. Yeah. So that when with through my side business, what um you know, when I do rentals for, you know, the Deloitte and stuff, sometimes people will say, Oh, please, you know, we want you to bring the car up to the our birthday party or something. And three hours away and it's like i don't want to drive that far (laughs) you're not going to be able to pay for gas and all that kind of stuff so i always just you know why don't you just surprise your husband 40th birthday party whatever it is by coming to my house and show them the the delorean time machine plus all the the toys and stuff and i've i've done that multiple times well you know someone will show up not knowing what they're about to see, you know, maybe the wife contacted me through my, my website or something. And, and I'll tell them, you know, just tell them that, you know, you, you found something on Facebook marketplace and you, you need somebody to come with you. And so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the wife or whatever, you know, text me when he's standing outside outside of the garage, you know, and that's kind of what the video was like in, in Matt's rat show. You know, I, yeah. I hit the fog machine and I play the Huey Lewis, the, the machine, the, the, garage door goes up and um and it's like i thought we were here to buy a couch you know (laughs) and all of a sudden he sees this huge collection of just i don't know what i have but it's it's a lot so um that's been fun though but like i said i was in the right place at the right time to kind of inherit this collection and then from that i kept buying more stuff you know, people would say, yeah. oh, Andy, you need this and you need that. You need. So, you know, uh, with the 35th anniversary coming out two years ago, there was a lot of Back to the Future toys that were released. And of course, you know, it, it almost becomes a little bit of an addiction, but you, you just have to be careful of, you know, anytime I went somewhere, it's like, well, I need that and I need that and I need that. and I need that. And um, and people would see stuff and they'd be like, oh, Andy would love this. And, you know, get me Christmas presents. But I'm a very simple person to buy for birthday Christmas, you know, is, if it's back to the future. Sure. Yes. I want it. Bring, bring it to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, so. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. Obviously most people know if you're going to get him something, get him something Batman, but at same Batman? Time, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's also that case of sometimes they're like, well, you seem like you've got everything Batman already. Like, we don't know if we buy you something, if you're going to already have it. So it's okay buy it for me anyway
1: yeah. I only have two of those I want three or I'll <laughs> yeah. make a
0: little wish list like hey well actually I saw this was released recently and I haven't picked it up so if you want to pick that up um that'd be sure. great uh, actually it's funny that you're talking about like the 35th anniversary because just before we started recording you uh mentioned something it's it's July 4th here in Australia but uh due to time zones it's July, July 3rd th- where yep, you are right July now 3rd, uh
1: 1985 is when back to the Future 1, was released in the theater so it's kind of neat to scroll through my you know friend list on on social media and everybody's you know happy birthday
0: back to the future so that's really neat that we're doing this today so that's kind of cool that is very cool (laughs) uh talk about so you call it the museum and like obviously that'd be really cool for people rocking up and first being like why are we driving an hour to get something off Facebook Marketplace? This better be something good. Sure. You know? <laughs> We're yeah. rocking up yeah. outside someone's random house. Like, where the hell are we? <laughs> um, so, with the museum, how do you go? How did you go about setting that up? Did you have like, um, you know, being that you're going to have people there showing the showing it off? Did you have a, a specific style that you laid it out in? Um, I've
1: noticed. I mean, it's a lot about presentation. You know you put your toys out with mm-hmm. some shelves and stuff but you throw some you throw a fog machine in there and some blue lights and some red lights and people love that you know mm-hmm. and you get the boom box that's playing huey lewis you know it's it's an experience i've always tried to kind of sell it that way like you're not just coming to go check out a few cool collectibles but you're experiencing someone's passion someone's you know the the, the fact that i i geek out over the, these kind of things and it's really great yeah. To geek out with other people. Um, and a lot of times if if someone does come, let's say, you know, I've done this a few times with, you know, it's a my six, my seven-year-old loves back to the future. Could we come check out your car and stuff? And I have a billion Hot Wheels of DeLoreans. Yeah. And I always it's like a wall that I've made. And and um and um after the experience is over, I look at the kid and say, now you're gonna go home with a DeLorean. And I I give them, I let them choose a hot wheel and stuff. And, and that some helps. collectors have told me that I'm dumb for that. Cause I think these go for a lot more than a 99 cents is what I bought them for, you know, Not but dumb I, mean, at all. I don't care. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's kind of neat to, to, it would have been cool if I, as a kid and I saw that, and then the owner said, here you go, kid, you know, because you never know how you're going to affect someone's future, you know, in yeah. 20, 25 years, that kid could come back and say, you know, you, yeah, I remember, in fact, there was a story years ago I gave hid that car and he came i believe with his dad and then years later i want to say the aunt somebody in the family contacted me it was kind of a heart-wrenching story but someone in the family contacted me and said you have no idea how much that meant because i guess the dad got cancer or something like that and Uh. that car was the little boy's connection to, you know what i mean and it was oh, like wow. holy crap i had no you never know you never know how you're going to come off you know how that's going to affect so that little car was his little connection to his dad when he came to see me it was something like that and it was like i read that message and you know i'm bawling of course because it's yeah like, i just i just gave him a car you know but it's neat because the, the, the cool thing about back to the future is it, it brings adults back to their childhood yes you know. And with my own kids, they connect that way. You know, I have three boys, and they haven't fully watched Back to the Future, but they know it. And they they don't call it the the Delorean; they call it the Data Car because it's Dad's car. And they know they see my toys, and they know that they're not. You know, they're they have their toys and my toys, kind of thing. But but it's such a neat movie that that connects generations throughout time. You know, it's yeah. kind of a a real time machine kind of movie so that
0: exactly and uh, it's funny because yeah. I obviously remember going and seeing it when I was a kid as well I, I can't remember if I actually saw the first one in the cinemas I think that may have been like a VHS seeing that sure. or, or on, on on TV um but I I definitely know that I went and saw the second and the third one in the cinemas I do remember those experiences and going and seeing those and and how much I loved them and and still Love them to this day you can still sit down and watch them to this day absolutely fantastic movies
1: sure they're really movies that they do stand the test of time yes you, know, you don't watch it today and like oh that's cheesy or that's stupid or that doesn't mean you know and through with the car i've done movie nights uh like movies in the park i don't know if you guys have that but okay. let's say a community will put on a, a movie for the public yeah yeah um And I remember one of my first experiences was that was because I can quote the movie backwards and forwards, like I'm sure you can (laughs) with Batman, but watching the movie with three or 400 other people that have never seen the movie and they laugh at the jokes. And that is the coolest experience because it's like you're reliving the experience over again, you know, people are,
0: yeah. And and
1: that that
0: shared experience is, is, is amazing that you can have that not only through your DeLorean rental, um, that you do, um, but also, you know, having your home museum where your collection lies and and sharing that with people and then all these other experiences, what's probably the oddest, like talking about the, the rental, what's the oddest place you've ever had to go or the oddest event you've ever had to go to for the rental.
1: Oh boy. Um, do you have any funny stories for that? Uh, well I had,
0: I believe it was last
1: summer. I can't remember exactly when. Maybe it was two summers ago. I had a couple show up, and he asked her to marry her. He, yeah, I got the pronouns right. He asked her to marry her with my car there, and and this was when I had my TARDIS. Um, the I have this is my second TARDIS, but this I had the TARDIS parked out. Or uh, Not parked, but it was outside of the house So the experience, he came down and She wanted to see the car, you know, they're big Back to the Future fans and that kind of stuff And he literally, he planned it with me You know, and um, and They got engaged on my front lawn And then they did photographs You know, and, yeah. and it's There's a really cool picture of them holding hands With their Hand on the, the Stick shift with her ring And then the time circuits in the background And then oh, that's the date. Cool. You know, so that was pretty neat. And it's like, wow, this this hunk of junk, you know. I mean, some people just look at it as a hunk of junk, but it's important to some people, that kind of thing. Mm. So that was a really cool thing. Um, oddities, I can't think of anything on offhand. Well, there was there was one there was a church, it was about two years ago that that had me come up and and you know, have the car parked out front and stuff. Well, the pastor was young. He was the one who, who wanted me to come up. He was young. He was into pop culture. Yeah. The whole deal. He was geeking out when I showed up. Well, his, 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 um, what's the word? His, not his audience, his, uh, you know, the church people, they were in their eighties. I mean, these people were, you know, they were walking up with little, uh, you know, (laughs) they, they, so they look at this thing that, I mean, I had my smoke machine on and it's shooting out smoke and it's, and they're just looking at him. Huey Lewis man, like
0: boy. like blaring out of the yeah, car. And they, did,
1: they just <laughs> they didn't get it. They did not get it, you know. And I mean, I remember one old man. And plus, I think I was doing Doc Brown too, because a lot of times when I do events, I'll also cosplay as Doc. And I <laughs> love I love messing with people. You just you got to mess with people. So you know, <laughs> I had this one old man. He was almost angry. Like he, what what is this thing? You know, what what is this thing smoking and all that? And I just kind of was like your pastor wanted me to come up here, you know, don't take it out on me, buddy. You know, that kind of thing. But, but as Doc Brown, you know, don't, don't touch that. Everything's electrical. You know, and I was just, I don't know. It, it That was a fun, that was a fun gig.
0: <laughs> Going back to the collection. Um, when, when you purchased the collection, was there any particular item that stood out when you first looked at the, at the collection? Like I, I have to have it because of this particular item, this one thing. Um, one of the things now, this wasn't through the the big, big, big
1: steal that I got, but one of my friends, uh, that's the other cool thing. Once you get a collection, people start finding things, you know, in the wild, and they're like, Oh, Andy would love this, and they send it to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: a friend of mine sent me a whole bunch of hot, or uh, not hot wheels, uh, McDonald's did, um, what are they not hot wheels? What am I called? Uh, Happy kids meal. meals. happy meals yeah and i have a bunch of actual cardboard happy happy meal uh back to the future themed happy meals and i i think that's pretty neat because i remember when those were actually coming out you know as a kid going to mcdonald's and getting the little uh they had what did they have marty on a hoverboard and then they had um the dog in a train einstein and uh they had a little uh, yeah, Einstein, and then they also had um, Doc in a little Delorean, and it was those kind that you know that had wheels. But if you, oh, you pull them back? real fast, uh, little, little yes, and if you did them real fast, the, like it would, it would create sparks. Oh yes, you know, yeah, I yeah, no, they, no, I yeah. I don't, I don't think they make those kind of toys anymore because <laughs> I would imagine they're they're a bit fire, you know, fire starters. But <laughs> I remember as a kid having you know, having those, and now I, I mean, I never kept the. I don't know why I wouldn't have kept them, but. Uh, but now I have the actual ha- hot are w- the Happy Meals.
0: I actually have um, a lot of um, things like that from Happy Meals from my childhood as well, from the different Batman movies. Uh, some things that you know I've lost over time, or maybe thrown out as I was, you know, moving when in my younger years mm-hmm. uh, during my twenties and everything. And I wasn't really collecting on the same sort of scope that I am now. Um, so some things I'm trying yes. to get back because I have those memories of collecting those things one of the things i do have is um the set of uh so batman forever they actually ha- came out with these glasses they're molded glasses that they did for, for the that they've got uh batman robin they were um, mugs and they? yeah really yeah correct yeah the, like little mugs yes, yeah. i
1: remember those yeah
0: and so i've got i've got the full set of those i've actually got multiple sets that i bought um off, off ebay uh, i had a couple of the ones original ones that i got as a child, um, I think I would have been a teenager when they came out. And then I have full sets that I bought. I bought a, a lot off eBay of three full sets of those, and, and I've got some set aside as spares, you know. And then I've got sure. other ones that I, I use on a regular basis around the house, and I love them. I, I just love seeing okay. them. And, and they're now, well, that's uh, what's that now? Uh, 1995, so 27 years. 27 years okay. like ago yeah. that those came out. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I love those. Another thing with your collection, because you said you've had uh, version one and version two, how do, how do they vary now in the way that you've set up version one and version two of those?
1: So, yeah, so the first, so what you saw in Matt's rad show, that was my house. I was married at the time. I set up all the shelves and all that kind of stuff. And it was actually, I mean, the garage itself was kind of tight. You know, but I, I, I wanted to show them off and, and all that kind of stuff. But then through the uh, through divorce, I packed up everything and I had all of that stuff in boxes for over a year. Mm-hmm. So just recently I bought a house in um, December and just I'm a school teacher full time. So I finally have the summer to actually work on house projects and things like that. So one of my first projects was. I need to get the museum set back up. I've had all my toys in boxes for over a year, and you kind of forget what you have, you know. So these past couple of weeks, I've been going through. But I was like, "Oh, I remember this thing," and I remember this thing, and I'm so nice. I'm pulling everything out. So it's kind of like Christmas all over again, you know. So I'm putting it all up and stuff, and I'm seeing what I have, and um, so it's kind of neat when you when you tear down a you, you know my the first quote unquote museum. And I didn't know what I was doing and stuff. So now that I've I, I know I I can visualize in my head. Here's how I want it. Here's how I want the lights. Here's how I want you know where I want stuff. So it's kind of neat how you you do so much better your second time around. Let's like, you know if you're you're rebuilding something. Yeah. Um. Any the the really cool thing about my collection is anytime I've done events for bigger bigger events, like corporate events type thing. A lot of times they will have Back to the Future stuff you know decorations for their booth or whatever it is you know and i i've just gotten into the habit of nonchalantly asking hey what are you guys gonna do with all this stuff when you're done with the with the event you know because i know exactly what they're gonna say and 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 i've just again i've been in the right place at the right time we're just gonna throw it away because it, it it costs them more to ship it back to wherever it came from or you know nobody's a fanatic like I am when it comes to you know it's like oh well we could just so I've always just collected posters and what I have in the collection is a huge DeLorean time machine uh, printed on a big big like all these big panels, like eight foot tall panels. Yeah. Um, and so that I put that in the museum as the I backdrop. Saw that. I saw that. You know, and then the clock there. tower. That that the, the clock tower was the same thing. They, you know, I did this really cool event and they did this back to the future themed in Las Vegas, and I got a clock tower out of it. You know, it's like, oh, we were just gonna throw this in the dumpster. And I said, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> I, I will take it from you, you know. So I had that stored for a very long time, just waiting for the right time and space you know to to put it in so and now with
0: version two of the museum version two it like
1: i knew exactly how i wanted it set up and all that kind of stuff so it's kind of neat like when you're in this in this field of people find it's kind of like you have friends out there that know like oh that has a batman symbol on it jd will probably like this you know and they'll send it your way (laughs) so it's kind of neat so i don't know another man's trash is a i was just saying another man's trash
0: is another man's treasure treasure something yeah yeah so i've got Uh, lots of treasures is there an item that has eluded your collection look most collectors don't get to collect something like a delorean i I mean that is probably (laughs) the grail of most back to the future collectors would be a, a delorean but is there something else that is a that is a grail item that you would love to have for your set i have always wanted a
1: the back to the future arcade I've oh. seen them out there every once in a while they pop up for sale and it's like, I am not, I don't, sorry. It's like, it's well, 4th of July is tomorrow. So people are starting to set off fireworks. I don't know if is I'm it? not actually on under fire over here, <laughs> Um, but I've seen them for sale and that would be a cool item to own, you know, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a financial space to be like, yeah, sure. I'll give you $16,000 for that <laughs> thing, you know, but, that would be a really cool thing to have. So um, I know they're out there. I've seen them, you know, every once in a while, somebody will post one for sale or something like that. But if I had
0: more space in in the Batcave, I probably would love to have a couple of like the pinball machines and car game as well. It looks like, like sitting in like the Daytona, if you know, the Daytona video games where you sit in the cars is one of those as well I've seen, but specifically the pinball machines, I'd love to have, uh, you know, a larger Batcave area one day set up, and hope and have a couple of the pinball machines because there's there's multiple versions of the pinballs that have come out with different movies as well. So sure. I'd, I'd love to have that and have my own little little space like that as well. So tell me a bit more about renting the Delorean. You said you're a teacher as well. Is that something you'd like to do, maybe in retirement as your sort of full time job after teaching? You know, um, and you mentioned you also beforehand, you mentioned building a TARDIS to put out the front for a little mini library. We'll talk about that later, but you know, would you like to be doing more events? Is that something you'd like to do as a full-time?
1: I, you know, it's funny. I I just told this somebody the other day, I said, I'm not a morning person, you know, to get to work on time, but (laughs) if it is a gig that I have to be up at, you know, four in the morning, five in the morning, whatever, I'm up, I'm ready to go because I love, um and it's not about the money so much for me it's about showing up in the time machine i just did this graduation party yesterday and you know uh mom hired me i showed up and everybody stops you know and and the the kid who graduated his mouth dropped you know that is the best it's a lot of fun it's just a lot a lot of fun so yeah sometimes i've done events where i hardly get any money, you know, and for me, it's just, I don't care. I just, I love just showing up and, and having people enjoy the car. Cause like I said, it, it, it is a time machine. It brings them back to when they were younger, when they, you know, made better decisions, you know, and I, I don't, lots of people have told me, oh, if I could go back in time, I would do this kind of thing. So I get to hear people's stories about how they could, you know, they, lots of regrets, all those kind of things. I would choose a different <laughs> wife, you know, that kind of thing, or I would choose a different path. But I've heard so many different personal stories from just random strangers, you know, um, just taking the car to get gasoline at the, you know, at the gas station, I've met the most random people. And it. if you're not a people person, you know, and you get anxiety because you, you can't talk to strangers, this is not the car for you, definitely, no. but. Um, but with that comes the collection. So I just, I enjoy telling people, oh, you're, you know, you like back to the future. Well, here's my card. I have, you know, business cards, look me up. I'd love to have you guys come over and check out the, the, the collection and stuff. And it's a neat way to just for somebody to get out of the house and do something, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, but as far, but as far as the, the, so when I bought the car at the time, like I said, I was married and I, and I basically told her, I said, I'm not buying it just to have fun and let it become a a paperweight you know i could probably because i am a people person i love talking to anybody i said i could probably make a little bit of a side business out out of this you know and so she trusted me at the time and i didn't just buy it and you know drive around and feel cool about myself but i
0: probably did a little bit of that but also you made money well of course yes yes. (laughs) but and and then I,
1: I feel that I also do a pretty good uh, Doc Brown impersonation, so you know that's that's always a fun thing too. My favorite events are. You said that now. Events. So give,
0: give me a give me your best Doc Brown. Oh, well, and this
1: baby hits eighty-eight miles per hour. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my favorite. So I'm not a sports person at all. I, I I really know nothing much about sports. So my favorite events are sporting events. Because for example, it was about two years ago, I think the local hockey team here, the Minnesota Wilds, they wanted me to bring the car out to the hockey, to the arena, you know, and I was dressed also as Doc Brown. So Doc really wasn't a sports guy either. He was a scientist. He was a crazy scientist that was working on time machine and all this Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So when people would come out to check out the time machine, you know, I would, I would ask them in my full on doc character and I'd say you know did they did they score a a field goal yet you know or something like that trying to (laughs) connect to hockey people and they're looking at me like what the heck is wrong with this guy you know but my favorite like I said I don't know much so I just throw out words and it's just fun to to meet people I just recently did a uh an event for a bunch of insurance agents and you know there was about 500 insurance it was a big conference for insurance agencies uh insurance agents around the state of minnesota and i went into this whole spiel about how i tried to you know contact my insurance agent and, and i wanted them to give me a quote you know for this and my insurance guy comes back and he gives me this quote f- for insurance on the time machine and and i said it was way higher than i wanted you know and finally i and his name was bill and i said bill but I only drive it from time to time. And, and and the faces were so classic because they just, they would look at you like, is, is he being serious? Is he in character? What what, what just happened? You know, and I, I, you gotta enjoy people because some people take life way too seriously. <laughs> and here I am in this big white wig, you know, running around like a crazy person with the, a really cool car. The, the doors go up and, um, it's fun. It's just, it's a lot of fun because, you know, one day it's not going to be here, you know, one day I'm not going to be able to do all that kind of stuff. So
0: yeah. Well, speaking of yeah, time, and time, time and... and time machines, we spoke about this earlier before I started recording. Um, you're wearing uh doctor who, uh, TARDIS yeah, shirt. Um, Inspire and you said you're yeah. a fan of, of, of pretty much all time machines. Tell us about yep. the time machine that you're also building at the moment
1: so uh in my previous marriage i had i had a full-on tardis that i built and i created a library out of it a little free library uh but it's the full-size tardis so it was about eight feet almost nine feet tall um put it outside and and then i would you know people could come up to it open the doors up and they would get free books and stuff and then through that uh, I met another guy that was a big big geocacher and he says you know do you think we could put a geocache in this thing and I said sure what's a geocache I had no idea what that thing was but mm. but he's so he, he him and I actually became really good friends we're still friends now and we put this geocache in there and he took over he he ran the whole website of it you know um, the geocaching website to to draw people in and that was another way for people to come and check out the tardis as well as if if people were there and i was outside at the time i'd say oh you you like that time machine come on and check out this time machine you know so they'd come in and and see the the delorean time machine um but then when i got divorced i had to get rid of the thing and i, I since then gave it away someone had they they took it and they um it, it needed some love because it was outside for about three years i think it Minnesota winters are pretty brutal up here. So they've yeah. they've refurbished it. So now it is in someone else's hands. But now I have another one that I'm building. And because cool. now I own a house and I want it to be kind of the, you know, I still have the geocache. It was really cool. You would you would go into the TARDIS and you would open it up and there's all these buttons and, and I don't know if you know anything about geocaching, but it's all about clues, trying to figure out clues on how to find the geocache. Yeah. And it's yeah. based yeah. on your GPS and all this stuff. And um, through this, uh, Scott, this new friend of mine, he he knew somebody that builds geocaches. So it was all this electronic thing. So we would op- he would open it up, and you'd, all these lights were blinking, and all this. It's very TARDIS-y, I guess nice. I that's a word. But you'd have to figure out the different code, and then the, the door would pop open. Cool. And from what he told me, uh, for the th- for the two years, three years that it was actually up and running, it it became Minnesota's number one geocaching. Geocache- spot to go to
0: so you try um, to recreate that now
1: so i want to try to like get that back because i love you know when people show up and no one ever came into the house no one ever knocked on my front door to bother me you know what i mean it was never a a, a burden like that but That's good. if i did see something and i also put a camera inside where i can talk to the people that were inside the tardis <laughs> so sometimes the, the 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 actual geocache the puzzle was kind of tough so sometimes i would go on to the the speaker and I would say, this is the TARDIS. Would you like some assistance? You know, all of a sudden they hook up <laughs> at the camera, like the thing is talking to me, right, you know, and I would on? pretend like I'm the TARDIS. <laughs> so then if, if they actually got it right and, they, and they've solved the puzzle, I would tell them, well, meet me at the garage door for another viewing of a time machine. And they're like, oh, what, what was this? You know, so I, I've met so many different, just random walks of life. It's just fun. I, I love meeting people. You know, I always say, I don't know why we spend so much money looking for aliens in outer space. Why don't we just look at ourselves? Everyone is so different from each other. And interesting, it's such yeah. A fun and, and interesting. It's, a, it's such a – it's an adventure to meet.
0: Well, speaking it's of uh, figuring things out and um, and clues and, and the such, uh, there's one thing I do on the podcast uh, for some of my guests, and, and I know I have actually made some notes here for you. I do a pop quiz, um, sometimes Uh-oh. in regards to okay. the, 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 fandom and the things that the people are a fan of, uh, and collect. Okay. So I've done a little quiz, which I don't think will be too hard for you, honestly, um, for back to the All future. Right. Uh, so <laughs> are you, are you up for a pop quiz? Sure. Sure. Nice. Bring it's it, okay. bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So five questions first question is, uh, Michael J. Fox wasn't actually the first person to play Marty when they first started filming the film. Can you tell me the name of the other actor? Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. And, uh, there's a really cool, uh, YouTube video, um, by a channel called what culture that does a video, 20 things you missed in back to the future. And actually got a, a little bit of the information. This quiz from there. And I love one of the things that they mentioned in there is that Stoltz actually uh injured the guy who plays Biff. <laughs> um, um, and what one of the reasons he was kicked off the film is because he was too aggressive or something, apparently.
1: Okay, yeah. It, and 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 from what I've also heard that I've heard this from uh Tom. I can't think of his name right now. Tom, the guy who played Biff, Tom Wilson. Yeah, I've heard that in the scene where there's a fist that's thrown.
0: Yes, at it, it's still Eric Stoltz. It's actually, in the movie. Eric Stoltz's fist. Yes, fit, fit, yes which that's actually. I, right. I'm curious.
1: Yeah. If, you know, if he ever gets paid, if he got paid extra for his fist, is literally still in the movie. I don't. That's know. That's right. Yeah. So he, it, he's that
0: in that bit of the movie. That's he's correct. still in yeah. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking about actors and um, people changing actors uh, between the first and the second movie marty's girlfriend people may notice changes a little bit in, she in that she's actually a completely different person do you know the name of the two actresses or actors that yeah. played jennifer
1: so the first movie was claudia wells whom i've actually met She, i actually gave her a ride uh when i used to live in las vegas i gave her a ride in my delorean mm-hmm. um and got to meet her and that was really um really cool experience and Part two and three, you see. Wow, well, my mind is completely blank. Starts with Adventures an a. in Babysitting. And she was also in the boys' film, um, the series. Um, yes. what, did you say what? Starts with, Starts with, a, with an A. Oh, Elizabeth Shoe. That's it. That's correct. Okay yeah 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 (laughs) going right Um, i I remember as a kid i saw that and i was like wait a minute you know you don't know we we didn't have imdb when we were a kid and there was no such thing as google yeah and i remember seeing you know going from part one to part two and it was like what that doesn't something something happened what (laughs) happened what happened you know you don't realize that actors can act and change characters change (laughs) that's right i always hated that when, when when tv shows would try to slip you that you're like, Oh, we're just going to change the actor and hope nobody notices.
0: No, I am not stupid.
1: I saw.
0: (laughs) I I like Elizabeth as an actress. I'm, I'm, you know, a fan of a few different things. She's in two for two. Let's go. Number three in back to the future Two. Most people know that there was actually another actor who, who briefly was in there um, as Elijah Wood, who people know from, oh. uh, from Lord of the Rings, um, sure. yep. and people would know him because he's in the eighties cafe cafe scene next to a video yep. game where they actually get a video game working. What's the name of that Wild video gunman. game? Well, gunman.
1: Yes. 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 perfect. Which perfect. I actually saw there was a, there was a DeLorean convention, which is, uh, you know, a lot of the DeLorean owners will come together for whatever. And just recently someone built a real, uh, wild gunman. And there's a photo around the internet somewhere of Bob Gale, who was one of the writers of back Mm -hmm. to the future playing wild gunman.
0: Nice. So that
1: was kind (laughs) of neat. So yeah, got to use your hands.
0: And here's, here's another little, uh, question for, this is also, I, I I took this from the what culture video. Um, what company paid a hundred thousand dollars to be featured in back to the future?
1: um the raisin company california raisins yes that's correct correct yes and and you see it and it it was sad because it didn't make much money no that was because back (laughs) in the day everybody thought when when reese's pieces showed up in et and everybody's buying reese's pieces now every movie that came out after that hey let's let's get our product in you know product placement but it (laughs) yeah it's in there it uh it's on a park bench um that the bum. That the um red, yeah. red i think his name is red yeah is sitting on who is actually played by a
0: former porn star <laughs> as well really yeah okay, so, so i did actually- not know that well, this is in the, this is in the um, and I, I do recommend people go and actually check out the What Culture video as I mentioned. Twenty things you missed in Back to the Future, um, but okay. fantastic little piece of information. It's a porn so the star. So, yeah, so he was actually a porn star, and in the background when Marty gets out, you can actually see in the background uh, on the cinema. There's a movie called Orgy, um, which oh, is playing a triple, triple yeah triple X movie. Um, that was his that was and, a real movie and yeah and the guy who plays the homeless oh man the bum on, on the park bench he is he's actually the porn star that was in that movie and also okay. is in i believe um when they go back uh, I'm trying to he's remember. he's in alternate 19. He, yeah he's, well. he's the mayor he like he's going running for mayor well so there's a lot
1: of debate there's a lot of debate about that what you just said because oh, really? i always thought that mayor red is the same as the as the uh the bum in 1985 yeah and i've heard from i want to say it was actually bob gale that came out like don't quote me but one of the writers said that was a coincidence and everyone was like what no that doesn't make any sense why <laughs> why not you know he didn't make mayor or he was the mayor and then you know 30 years later he's a bum exactly. in, in the yeah. same city so I've heard m- different stories, but I kind of want to believe that, yes, he was the mayor and then he was, you know, an alcoholic bum on the street. <laughs> yeah. The
0: California Raisins did pay to be in the movie they wanted to, and they were meant to be in a couple of different scenes, but they only ended up being that just that on the park bench there. So apparently they yeah. weren't very happy with it. Mm, Nobody bought anything. So. <laughs> All right. So you're four or four. And last question. The sports almanac, where I think okay. we're all familiar with, yep. um, features two dates: the years oh. what to what.
1: The last year is two thousand. Mm-hmm. The first year, what? Well, let me think about this. Now he went back to nineteen fifty-five, and they tested it in nineteen fifty-five. So I'm going to, I'm going to guess that it was nineteen fifty. To 2000 ding 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 Correct. yes yes yeah you you're perfect five for five nice. right.
0: you look you know your stuff apparently you've seen back to the future or something
1: I, yep a few times <laughs>
0: it's actually funny
1: when i've taken the car you know like oh yeah i've seen it a couple times meanwhile like you know 400 it's it's playing in my head all the time but
0: <laughs> well Look, I've really enjoyed having you on the show, but before you go, I always get people to do a bit of a plug and definitely you should plug um, your business and, but also your socials. So let people know where can they find you and where can they hire a DeLorean? Sure. Uh, Well, if you go to
1: rentdeLorean.com, we will have a car to you yesterday. So I rent out my car locally, Minnesota, as well as cars all around the country uh of the united states i also know a few people around the world that have delorean time machines um, that are available for events but most of my my inquiries that come in are for uh the united states so that's rentdelorean.com. uh you could also find me on facebook under rent delorean instagram rent delorean uh i just started playing with tiktok getting into that world so you can find me there as as rent delorean uh what did i say facebook instagram twitter it's all rental so if there's a social media i'm probably on it um, awesome
0: awesome well i definitely think people should go and check that out um give you a follow on your socials and yeah if you want a delorean at your next party or if you want to have a Uh, you know, work out a time to go around and see the museum, then you definitely should get in touch with Andy. So thank you again for being on the podcast, on the show. I really enjoyed talking with you today. And uh, if only we could go back in time and do this all over again.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for having me.
0: If you liked the episode, please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to as well as some of my own.